بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the uh, discussion on the explanation of the book of fasting the narrations on the book of fasting uh, from بلوغ المرام and we have reached hadith 532 hadith of hafsa أم المؤمنين أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال من لم يبيت الصيام قبل الفجر فلا صيام له رواه الخمسة ومال التلميذي والنسائي إلى ترجيح وقفه وصححه مرفوعا ابن خزيمة وابن حبان وللدار قطني إلى صيام لمن لم يفرضه من الليل نريد حفصة أم المؤمنين the mother of the believers that the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said the fast of one the fast of one who does not make intention to fast before dawn is not accepted. The fast of the one who does not make intention uh, to fast before dawn is not accepted. And this is reported by the five, Al-Khamsa, and Al-Tirmidhi and Al-Nasai are inclined toward the opinion that it is Malquf, meaning that it is a saying of Hafsa, not raised to the Prophet Ibn Khuzayma and Ibn Hibban authenticated it as marfu' meaning attributed to the Prophet alayhi salatu wassalam. Qutni has the narration, there is no fast for the one who does not make the intention to fast during the night. There is no fast for the one who does not make the intention to fast during the night. So Hafsa saying the fast of one who does not make intention to fast before dawn is not accepted. And from Adarakutni, there is no fast for the one who does not make intention to fast during the night. Now, let's now discuss the hadith of uh, of Umm al Mu'minin Hafs. Okay, guys. From this hadith, we learn the following that it's a must that the intention of fasting be before dawn be before dawn and the reason for that is that the legal fasting begins from dawn time until sunset and so the one who did not intend to fast before dawn time then there is no fast that day for him now the question is does this apply to the obligatory and optional fast or it is limited only to the obligatory fast the next hadith which we will learn inshallah tomorrow uh, the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha will indicate that with respect to the nafil, the optional, there is accommodation, as will be explained later, inshallah. Second, the affirmation that the intention is a must before dawn is applicable to the one who knows that the next day is Ramadan what about if the one did not know that, uh, that the next day is Ramadan 
how could he make intention before dawn while he does not know that the day that will come will be from Ramadan or not? The second question, if he comes to know that the next day is from Ramadan, then he refrains. Uh, should he continue his fasting or not? We learn the difference of opinion about this matter and that Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah went to the opinion that his fasting is complete and he said he said that the intention follows the knowledge and we cannot make it binding on anyone meaning intention wise regarding that which he has no knowledge of so therefore the hadith therefore is to be taken as applicable upon the one who knows and as to one who does not know then whenever he knows then he must refrain and this opinion there is no doubt that this opinion is strong and it is more correct than the saying that there must be an absolute intention a general intention anyway the next benefit we learn from this hadith is that the particularized nafil the particularized nafil is in terms of the ruling like the obligation that like the obligated meaning if a person intends to fast six days from Shawwal, which is the month following Ramadan, then he must intend them, intend to fast them before Fajr. And it's not correct for him to uh, intend them during the day, during the day. And we will we will learn more about this, inshallah, in the uh, in the coming class, inshallah ta'ala. From the benefits of this hadith is that the author mentioned that it is reported by the five and that at Tirmidhi and the Nasai are inclined towards the opinion that it is mawquf, meaning a saying of Hafsa. And what is mawquf? Mawquf is that which is attributed to a companion, either from his saying or from his action. Can it take the ruling of that which is raised, which is known as uh, marfu'ah, meaning attributed to the Prophet? The scholars, rahimahumullah, may Allah's mercy be upon them, mentioned that if this report uh, is not of the ijtihad type meaning there is no room for ijtihad concerning it then it can take the position of being attributed to the Prophet like for example if the Sahabi is telling about the day of resurrection or on future matter and the like they said, they, they said that the Sahabi cannot say this from himself, 
So it takes the ruling of being attributed to the Prophet But if it has room for ijtihad, for understanding and exerting the effort on the part of the Sahabi, then this is an understanding and he could be mistaken and he could be correct. Now, let us therefore look at this hadith. Is it a, an understanding type on part of Hafsa, Um al-Mu'mineen, meaning if we say that it is his, his saying, and that Hafsa, radiallahu anha, uh, is with the opinion that uh, if someone is to be called that he fasted the day, then he must have the intention from before the Fajr, from before dawn. <clears throat> but if he makes the intention during the day, then it is, said, it is not to be said that he fasted that day. Why? It's possible. I mean, I mean it's possible that this is Hafsa's uh, position. However, there is no doubt that if the person knows that tomorrow is from Ramadan, then he must intend the fasting before Fajr. And so also we will learn more that if he is doubtful concerning tomorrow, is it from Ramadan or not? Then it is obvious that the one who is in doubt cannot affirm the intention while not knowing about the next day, is it from Ramadan or not? Now therefore comes the question, can he say, for example, if it is Ramadan tomorrow, then it is my fard, my obligatory fast, then I am fasting tomorrow the obligatory fast. Can this be the case or not? The school of thought of Imam Ahmad rahimahullah is that this is not permissible. They said that the intention requires affirmation. While Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah considered that this is permissible. And that the person may need this kind of quote conditional intention if he sleeps the night of the 30th of Sha'ban not knowing whether tomorrow is from Ramadan or not. So he goes to sleep that if it is tomorrow from Ramadan, then he is fasting the obligatory fast. <coughs> and then he, if awakes after Fajr, and it became clear that it is from Ramadan, then according to the previous opinion of the school of thought of Imam Ahmad, he must refrain and make up. And on the choice of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, there is no make up for him. Because he intended in himself that if the next day is from Ramadan, then he is fasting the obligatory fast. And this is, you know, what he is able to do. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, لَا يُكَلِّفُ اللَّهُ نَفْسًا إِلَّا وُسْعَهَا Allah does not burden a soul beyond its scope. In addition, we have an evidence 
concerning uh, conditioning or conditions or stipulation in matters of worship and that is the hadith of Duba'a bint Zubayr radiallahu anha may Allah be pleased with her when she informed the Prophet sallallahu that she intended to make hajj but she was ill the Prophet sallallahu said make your intention for hajj intend to perform hajj and stipulate stipulate what? stipulate that I will finish my ihram, my hajj at any place where you Allah stops me or restrain me فَإِنَّ لَكِ عَلَى رَبِّكِ مَسْتَثْنَيْتِ And verily Allah will fulfill you that which uh, you conditioned yourself to be free from meaning in your condition you understand so there is an evidence uh, on uh, stipulating a condition in worship someone may say someone may ask or may say there is no proof in the hadith of Duba'a we just mentioned why? Because they say, they may argue that in the hadith of Duba'a, the condition is about completion. While, while the one who says, if it's going to be Ramadan tomorrow, then it will be my obligatory fast. This is a condition to begin with, to start and to build upon. And that there is difference between completion and beginning. You understand? If someone argues this, this argument. Hey. The answer to this argument is, the, is to say, yes, this difference between the two stipulations is, is correct. However, is this difference really has impact or effect regarding the statement of the Prophet ﷺ, verily Allah will fulfill you that which uh, will uh, free you uh, as in your stipulation is, does it have an effect w- to this uh, saying of the Prophet ﷺ? the answer is no and so therefore we take by the reasoning that Allah will fulfill you that which you have stipulated meaning to free yourself from so therefore the position of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah is the strongest uh, position or the stronger position uh, and so if a person sleeps before it is affirmed before Ramadan is affirmed then he should make the intention that if tomorrow is from Ramadan then he is fasting the obligatory fast now if it becomes clear after Fajr that it is so then he should build upon his intention and this occurred this, this matter is, uh, it occurs Uh, 
a year or two or some, some time ago, uh, people did not know here <coughs> concerning the uh, affirmation of the month, and they didn't receive the news except late. And during Salah, Salat al-Fajr, uh, people used to say to each other, today is from Ramadan. Uh, they slept on the intention that if it is from Ramadan then they will be fasting so this is the stronger opinion question is it required to make one intention for the whole month of Ramadan or for each day there is an intention. Some of the scholars are on the opinion that each day requires its own intention. And they argue that each day is an independent uh, worship. And so if someone's fasting on a day is, becomes invalid, then this does not influence his fasting the next day. The second opinion that one intention for the entire month of Ramadan is sufficient. And uh, the scholars who argue to this opinion is that Ramadan is a single worship, and successive. And that every individual, if you ask him on the night of the next day, are you going to fast tomorrow, he will tell you yes. And this is sufficient. This opinion is the preponderating opinion. Meaning, sufficient to have one intention for the whole month of Ramadan from its start. Unless, unless someone he breaks his fast due to a legal excuse like for example if he travels during the month of Ramadan and then he breaks his fast then he resumes the fasting then in this case it's a must for him to renew the intention because he discontinued the intention is that clear? is that clear? So sufficient is one sufficient is one intention for the entire month of Ramadan unless someone breaks his fast during the month due to a legal excuse. For example, a travel. If he travels during the day and he breaks his fast, and then when he comes to resume the fasting, then it's a must for him to renew the intention because he discontinued it then something is built upon this. A person sleeps uh, in the first day while fasting. He sleeps from after Asr, the first day, and continues sleeping 
until dawn next day. And according to the opinion of the scholars who say that each day requires its intention, then his fasting, the second day, is invalid. You understand? You understand? Because he slept from after Asr on the first day and then he continued until Fajr, until dawn next day. So according to the opinion that each day requires its own intention, this person's fasting is invalid. So it's required from him to refrain and to make up. But on the preponderating opinion, his fasting of the second day is valid. His fasting of the second day is valid. You understand that? You see the difference now? What the two opinions entail? Alhamdulillah. This brings the end of the discussion concerning the hadith of Hafsa Umm al-Mu'mineen. And uh, let us uh, go over the hadith again. Um, Hafsa, the mother of the believers, said that the Prophet said, the fast of one who does not make intention to fast before dawn is not accepted. And Abdara Khutni has the quotation that there is no fast for the one who does not make the intention to fast during the night. Now, repeat the second. Which one? Second opinion? Second opinion. The second opinion is that the entire month of Ramadan requires only one intention at its beginning. So according to this opinion in the example we gave, this person who was fasting and slept from after Asr till the dawn on next day, you see, he is still on the intention of fasting the month of Ramadan, and these days are from the month of Ramadan, so there is no problem with him. His fasting is correct, is valid. In accordance with the other opinion, which requires intention for each day, then this person did not make the intention for the next day. So therefore he must refrain and make up. You understand? But the preponderating opinion is the first one. That he doesn't have to make up. If he had made the intention to fast the month of Ramadan, because in accordance with this preponderating opinion, the month of Ramadan is taken as a single act of worship, requiring one intention. And this is the preponderating opinion. So is that clear now, inshallah?